Oh, now it's recording. <clears throat> it's recording. Should we just go ahead and start? Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll just monitor. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Wings with Friends. You are way louder than you said you were going to be. Just saying. <laughs> That's what he said. Redo it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Wings with Friends. That was beautiful. It's just Do not it me. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to Wings with Friends, 4th of a July edition. Can we just stop it and restart it? Well, I think that you should just edit it. I don't know how to. Ed- okay, that's fine. Yeah, no, just do what she wants. Make it easy on her, bro. Okay. I'll do one good one if you stop it right now and start it again. Me, 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 me. Welcome to Wings with Friends, everyone. Fourth of July edition. Woo, woo. I'm your host, Mary Upchurch. I'm joined here by the very talented Jack Galvin. Oh, hello, Mary. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Uh, we also have a very special guest, a wingman per se. No, no wingman. Nope, he's shy. We definitely don't have Mark Silverstein on this episode. Nope, How's everybody nice. doing? <laughs> oh, there he is. There he is. <laughs> no, but he's, if he was here, he would wonder how everyone was doing. He w- I'd do a very good impression of Mark Let's Silverstein. Let's hear it. I, ready? Yeah. <laughs> Let's hear that impression, Jack. What's the impression? Oh, that is so, so good. good. Oh <laughs> I told you. I, was um, I do a good impression, but it's not vocal. It's more of a physical impression. It's like this. Oh my gosh! I wish you guys could see this right now. It's <laughs> so Mark all day long. Oh my gosh, he d- he flails just like that. <laughs> he flails. You do flail like that. I don't think I do. That was me again. Oh, oh my God, God. I'm so good. I'm so good, Jack. <laughs> so I'm, so I'm so good. Well, I am so excited for this episode of Wings with Friends because we're streaming live from the Hudson household on the 4th of July. You're probably going to listen to this in October at the rate I'm going, but That's okay. it's still a good time. People want to remember the summertime I, this in is, October. That's the, probably the time they want to listen to it and be like, oh, remember that time? Oh, remember how hot it was? I was doing something cool, too, just like they are. Yeah. <laughs> we're all kind of sunburned. It's magical. Yeah. Um, our wing flavor today is Strawberry Hot, chosen by our guest, Jack Galvin. Yeah, chosen. Oh, well, I mean, I, I, I evidently sent you the text that said Strawberry Hot, but it was uh, an idea given to me by a friend of mine. Okay. Who is probably my wing buddy Yeah. in life. Um, he said, go Strawberry Hot, because our favorite is um, Honey Hot. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. And I thought this would be close to it. It Because was. it's got the sweet and the hot. It was, it, was, it was amazing. It was really good. Um, we got those from Native New Yorker over oh, by my house. Love it. Here's the thing. Since I was bringing them to a 4th of July party, I kind of refired them up and then threw the sauce on because I wanted you to have them hot and ready. Well, I think it was key, too, because you, you want it to be a little bit of that crunch, too. You don't want to be too soggy when you have a wing. I mean, that personally. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah, and I want to know more about your wing. I call it like a wing constitution. I'm still trying to figure out what to call it, but what is your wing like philosophy? Philosophy? We're going to get into that here in a minute. Okay. Um, but did you notice when we took the wings from the house to the table outside, everybody was like, what's that? What's that smell? What is that? What are you doing over there? Yeah. It was I fun. felt bad. I felt bad for him, but it was fun. It was fun. Making him run jealous. Yeah. Yeah. We like, shared. Well, these are wings. I mean, we did once we were, once we had, we're like, we're not going to eat it anymore. Yeah. Because we didn't know for sure. I could have ate the whole thing. And then I wouldn't have cared if I didn't give it to anyone. <laughs> 
Not even my son. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry, you're my offspring. I have to feed you, but not this. You know. So exactly. let's talk about your wing. You said you like the flats. I'm all about I'm, I'm all about the wings. I'm not a drummy guy at all. Um, I I like uh, I don't like a big bulky wing either. I don't like a ton of meat on it. Mm-hmm. I like just a nice small. That's why I like native the best. I think they're size wise, they're the best size of the wing. I agree. I'm in that boat. And I like them crispy. I like them crispy. Mm-hmm. I like them done. I, I I want a little crunch. A little sweet, a little heat, and that little juicy chicken in there. So good. <laughs> so, you, so you like a wet wing versus a dry rub? Yeah, I mean, I, I've had some dry rubs that I like, like a salt and vinegar dry rub is good sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Can't but wait to I do that feel episode. like I, I feel like I can't eat a lot of them that way. Like I get tired of the of, of the of the consistency. Like five wings in, I'm like, yeah, I'm done with that. What's the? You know, I haven't asked this question, but I should. Like, what's the right amount of wings? I mean, I, I th- I've never really been able to eat more than 12. Like, I mean, I've, I've done it, but mm-hmm. like 12 is fine. Yeah, you want to have, 10 is good, and then you want to have a couple extra, or maybe a couple to share. Yeah. Well, Trade. I mean, not really. I'm just saying 12 for me. <laughs> <laughs> and the best thing, what I think in life, I think what's important in life if you're a wing person, and if you prefer one wing over the other wing, is you need to find someone in life that will eat that other wing. That's like, crucial. Like the drummy to your flat. Exactly. Oh. Because some places do not want to give you. If you say just, they just, just, them. they won't do it. So what, what I had a buddy, my, when I started eating wings, which wasn't actually until high school because I was a really picky eater. Mm-hmm. My buddy, Mike Bullock, we started eating wings and we'd go get 24 and I'd eat all the flats, as you call them. And um, he would eat the drummies. It's a match made in wing heaven. It was, and, and once you find that person... You know you're just going to eat what you want every time you go with that person. It's amazing. That sounds so perfect. <laughs> Do you clean your wings? Oh, no. I am not an animal. I, uh, I, just, <laughs> I, I eat um, uh, just the good stuff. Yeah. I'm a texture guy, and, uh-huh. I, and I don't like uh, fatty stuff, and, and uh, yeah. I can't get past that sometimes. So I get yelled at a lot for how I eat a wing. We had this conversation like a month ago last time we were at this pool. And mm-hmm. I do appreciate your wing constitution. I think it's very similar to mine, and I appreciate that. Um, I like that. Because I've gotten yelled at a lot, too, for not cleaning the wing. Or, yo, you left all this meat on there, you know. Yeah, it's, it's most of the time, I'm obviously buying my own food. No one's <laughs> buying it for me. Right. A bunch of dudes, you know what I mean? If they wanted to buy me wings, and I don't eat them the way they want, then you can yell at me. But sure. if I'm buying my own food... Yeah, that makes sense. I'm a a grown man. I can eat things the way I want to eat things. Leave me alone. That's revolutionary. It is. I always had the guilt of, I think, you know, I think it would be like my mom or my grandpa or somebody. Somebody who lived through, like, a depression would be like, oh, there's plenty of meat on there. What are you doing? Those kind of people can tell me whatever they want. (laughs) Sure. But when my buddy that lived next door to me my whole life and grew up the same way I did tells me to eat a wing, the way he th- thinks a wing should be eaten, I'm going to get mad. But if my yeah. grandpa told me that, I'd be like, sorry, grandpa. Yeah. And I would try to do it the best I could. Do you like a dipping sauce? No. I mean, I like, I, I, don't, I don't mind ranch now. I didn't eat ranch until I was like 26. Oh. Maybe not that late. It was like 20. It was like late 20s. I, I was a really picky eater when I was a kid, so I didn't eat a lot. Special meals my mom cooked me every dinner because I was just, you know, I'm a texture guy and... Uh, I just don't like a lot of things. And white sauces was 
never appealing. No sour cream, nothing ever, ever. A lot of guys have that problem. Yeah, but I mean, this was when I was a young kid, so I don't think, I don't think it was looked at in that way. I mean, as a young, I just didn't like the peel of a white sure, sauce. Sure, sure. I love ketchup, but when they start changing it colors, I didn't want to have it. Sure. And I love ketchup. So now sometimes you'll do a ranch, maybe. But but I usually won't do it with the wing, though. Believe it or not, I'll just do it with like the celery. The sauce is enough. Yeah, the sauce is enough. Like I'll just do a ranch with some celery. The sauce is enough. We got some wingmen here. On the <laughs> yeah. Brian, very good wingman, by the yeah, way. Yeah, you said you guys worked together at Native New Yorker. Yeah, we didn't know it. Oh. Really weird. We didn't know. We didn't. So, we found out. We worked there when when I was I was probably like uh, nineteen when I worked there, and it was called Bleachers, but it was originally, before that, a native New Yorker, and when they took over and changed the name, they kept the wing. Oh. Like, the native let them keep their wings or whatever, and so the wings never changed. So that's really where I started eating these wings, but my buddy Brian worked there. We worked at the same time. He was older, like 21. We met each other years down the road, like when I was 30, and we don't remember. We remember everyone else we worked with, but but you worked there at the each same other. time. Oh yeah, and we remember oh, everyone. That, we remember everyone else except each other. Oh, that's funny. Which is so weird. Um, but yeah, and now he's 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 a, he's a wing guy for sure, and he's a native guy. He's a, he's a big he was the one that guy. said strawberry hot. He was strawberry hot. He goes, go with that because it'll be close to what you're looking for with honey hot. Oh, that was a good idea because I wouldn't choose strawberry hot on my own, um, and I didn't get a lot of the strawberry in this one. I got no. the hot. A little bit of spice. Well, there were, but I got the sweet, which yeah. I, which I guess was coming from the strawberry. But it wasn't. It definitely it didn't hit you and go, ooh, strawberry. Yeah. You just yeah. got oh, sweet with a little bit of heat. Yeah, it was still it was a good wing though. It was a good wing. Huh. I enjoyed it a lot. I like we were talking about how you how, cooking them and crispy, and I have figured out, and it's not even a big. I figured this out, but I think the key is they're probably frozen. Yep. Frozen raw. You just got to deep fry them. Uh-huh. Twelve minutes get them crispy, and that's it, and then toss them in the sauce. Like, you don't have to do much before you cook them. I, there's a place out here, I can't remember the name of it, I think it was called Teakwoods. <gasps> yeah. And, and they used to do, what, what they do with theirs is they would deep fry them, toss them, and then bake them, like oh, broil them almost, yeah. in an oven, just to get them that extra crisp on the outside. I like that. And, and my mom does that now when she get, when she buys wings like from Albertsons. They have those little wing you know stations mm-hmm. now, and uh, she'll buy them, take them home, and then remake them the way she wants them mm. to get them crispy. And that's it's not a bad way to do it. That is good. <laughs> Teakwoods also had good pretzels, soft pretzels. But yep. that's another uh-huh. podcast. Oh, that's another podcast. <laughs> that's another one. Pretzels. pretzels. Are, I'll order a pretzel any day. Pretzels are if amazing. If I see that on a, a menu. Cheese. Mm-hmm. I can't anymore. Gluten free. Oh. We did go gluten free today too. Today? Yeah. Did, Starting today? No, no. I've been gluten free for five months, but you, you said been. you got the naked wings, so they were gluten free. I think they were gluten free. Let's just say they're gluten free because I've been gluten free for six months. <laughs> so. <laughs> find out in a couple hours when um, you can't stop crapping your. Pants. And that's the beautiful thing about a wing, though, is that you can have a gluten free, and yeah. it's still an amazing thing. It's really good on a on a low carb diet because mm-hmm. um, it's just protein, right? As long as you don't sauce it up too much. As long as you don't sauce it up too much, and then as long as you don't bread it too much, too. I mean, right. you, know, you don't want them too breaded. I might do a whole thirty soon. A whole thirty? Yeah, that's a. It's it's a diet thing. It's where you eliminate everything to figure out what's wrong with you. Yeah. You haven't heard of that? No. Well, I'm just reading the, listening to the audiobook, <laughs> and it's just like it's it's kind of paleo. You do it for 30 days, and then I think you slowly introduce 
like, uh, you know, dairy or gluten or, you know, you, you kind of get that rid of that too. Uh, what do you, you see start off just paleo? Pretty much. Uh, there's a list. Meats, nuts, stuff no like nuts. that. No nuts. Nuts one, is one of them. But it, it, it's... Um, Paleo's hardcore. My mom does that. Or she does keto, maybe. Isn't it fine? There's so many. There's so They're many very damn similar. Things. Yeah. But this one was... Um, I talked about it a lot with my friend when we were traveling last week. So we had a lot of time to talk about it. Yeah. But I might try that uh, next week to... Gluten-free, I'm telling you right now. It was the greatest thing I ever did. I lost so much weight. It's 50 pounds now in like six months. Not really working out that much. Just literally cutting gluten out of my diet. I still get to eat things like I like, too. Isn't gluten in everything, though? I mean, not necessarily. It's just, it's just. I mean, it's usually in a lot of things like your breads. Obviously, it's wheat. It's, yeah. it's flour. It's, it, it, you know, it's it's in a lot of foods that I like. I mean, <laughs> I was I could eat bread and butter every day. Yeah. But I'm telling you right now. Do you feel energy, better? Oh, energy. It's insane. Like the Well, yeah, you look a lot slimmer Thank you. than before. Yeah. But I prefer Fat Jack. <laughs> That, that was more my preference. Is that just because of what happened today in the pool? What happened in the pool? You got mad at me. You said I was being mean to you. Because no, I you... also prefer Fat Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Before he met that yoga instructor, I was, he was like really big. And I was like, oh, Fat Alec Baldwin. He had kind of a caveman essence to him. And then he married that Eleria. Eleria. But I didn't have a caveman way about No, me, we're not though. talking about you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, you look great now. Um, you were <laughs> he married that yoga instructor and had like four kids with her, but and she got him really slim, and now he, uh, you know, he's killing it. Still. He has to keep working because he has so many kids. He has so many kids. Sweet but that's what you do when you're rich and Irish Catholic. I guess. One, um, one and done for me. <laughs> um, were you gluten-free at Bird City Comedy Festival? Yes. Was that when I was like eating the donut in front of you and asking you about your diet? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I stayed strong. <laughs> I'm like stayed eating strong. a uh, fractured prune donut. Yep. There's chocolate dripping from my mouth. Yeah. And it was the last bite and I had to just shove it all in. I was like, tell me about the juice you're making. It was like, it was, that was like four weeks into being gluten free. Oh. Or like maybe, no, maybe like two months at that point. And they put me in charge of the room there. And they said, oh, by the way, there's like eight dozen of donuts coming. And they're plain because why? Oh, we're going to have buckets of frosting that you can just make your own and pour as much as you want on with sprinkles and Oreo crumbs. And I was like, okay. (laughs) And then you guys just ate it all in front of me. Yeah, I'm sorry. But look at you. Like five months later, you're sleek Jack. And yeah, we're still and like could kill somebody for a donut soft right now. Mary. <laughs> I'm still soft. Super soft. Not working out, remember? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do both people. <laughs> well, it's well, this book I'm reading, it's called It Starts With Food. It's hundred percent food. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, this isn't a diet podcast. <laughs> It's, it, it's just going where it goes, you know what but I mean? It's, yeah. <laughs> but it is a podcast about people. And yeah. I think that is one fascinating thing about you um, is some of those choices and those things mm-hmm. you've eliminated. Yeah, for um, sure. And it's fascinating. Thank you. I try <laughs> to be fascinating all the time. I try to. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to do this because I'm going to be fascinating. <laughs> Am I fascinating yet? Maybe. I'm going to wear my fascinator hat. Totally. I, should, I, I want one. Give me one. Oh, that's Speaking of festivals, we've got a festival coming up. Yeah, we do. 
Jack, tell us about what is your role in the Big Pine Comedy Festival? Oh man, my role in the Big Pine Comedy Festival. Um, obviously, executive producer with Hillary. We are um, we have a great team behind us but my job really when it comes to the festival is dealing with the comedians I, I deal with the talent as much as possible um, figuring out what they need uh, you know leading up to the festival and then when I'm at the festival I'm literally going from venue to venue to venue all day long just making sure everyone's happy you know why because everyone at Big Pine gets treated like a headliner I, <laughs> I, you know, you laugh, but I don't, you're not joking. No, we, I mean, that's, that's the goal, right? I mean, everyone that's up there, even if you're not in the festival and you're just there to participate and be a part of the festival and you're a comedian, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that you're having a good time. This is about the comics. This is about them coming up and not even, it's not even about the stage time. It's about the hangs. It's about meeting Community. people. It's just, yeah, it's about being somewhere where you can meet someone that lives in New York or in Canada and build a relationship with them and then hopefully take that relationship and go do time there. Yeah. And that's what it's all about, right? And yeah. and that, that's why when I when I talk about festivals, I stress so much on man, even if you didn't get in, just go to it. That's what I did. I didn't yeah. get in any festivals. I, I mean I never got into Big Pine. <laughs> never did. <laughs> so you had to executive produce but it. But I went up there and I and I went up there and I mingled, I met people, I worked hard for nothing. And then I was, and then one day Ryan gave it to Hillary and I, Yeah. I mean, and look, it's taken us so far just by showing up mm -hmm. and being a part of something. Isn't that a good life lesson? Just show up. Yeah. Sometimes it's all it's about. Yeah. <laughs> being if you present. stay home, you know what's going to happen. But if you leave your house and, and take a little risk or a little drive up the 17, yeah. then who knows what will happen? Yeah. No, I mean, that's, you get, especially in this in this business of comedy when there's so much rejection and there's so much I compare it to baseball as a sport is is that you fail way more than you achieve mm. and but that doesn't mean because you're failing you can't achieve you can go do something you can go be a part of something like we tell if you don't if you're a comic in Arizona and you don't get in the festival message us and ask us what you can do to be a part of the festival mm -hmm. we'll gladly do anything let you run a room you know, help out in any way possible. We want you to help. Yeah, I had planned, last year I attended Big Pine. It was my first festival, mm -hmm. and I think it spoiled me now <laughs> because I'm, I am want to apply for some other festivals, but I'm afraid I just won't get treated like the headliner that you know. Um, and you might not. Yeah, no, and it's okay. Um, but it was, I keep calling it like comedy summer camp spring break. Yeah. Like it was just really, and I don't. Slash college. We like to throw that in there oh, because there are a lot of workshops and a lot of Well, my strategy learn. going in, because I didn't, and mm, I mean, I didn't know a lot of people. I wasn't close with a lot of people. I don't yeah. have like a click. Um, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to volunteer. I'm going to attend every workshop and then I'll do my shows because I was in the festival. Uh -huh. And that was pretty good. That kept me busy. Yeah. Um, and so it was really nice, especially going alone. You know, a lot of people are like afraid, like I don't know 100%, anybody. 100%, yeah. And going alone, that's a, that's a huge risk. But it turns out really great because then you don't have to part. You know, I, I, I'm like, um, 
I want to be alone. I want to be with people. I want to be alone. I'm yeah. always fighting those things. Yeah. So if I can go alone and then get through it, I will have a better time because then I can make my own decisions. I don't have to wait for my girlfriends to get ready. I don't have to, you know, play You don't play feel that like game. it was pushed or anything. You just felt like it happened freely, and that's the best feeling when anything is yeah. just happening naturally. And Flagstaff is such a fun little oh my town. Gosh. It's, and that, that, see, that's why when Hillary and I went to the festival the first two years, we just thought the the location was what made the festival. That's what makes it. it everything's within walking distance. Mm-hmm. You don't, even if, if you're at, a, at one show and there's another show going on, you don't feel like they're so far away from you. You feel like they're right there and you feel like you're all together, mm-hmm. which makes it, you know, I think which makes everybody, you know, feel so good. Like they're never alone because you're always around somebody. Oh yeah, we'd be you walking, <laughs> crossing the street and you yeah. see somebody from the festival, you just say, hey. That's it, yeah. It's like you know everybody in town even though you don't know anybody. It's like Jeep owners. You're a Jeep owner. Yeah. It's like Jeep owners. When they see Jeep the owners, way. they wave. You know, you know and that's weird. <laughs> oh, I know about the, you Jeep, know the Jeep way. Oh, yes. I don't know how it goes, but I just know that they wave each other. Um, by the way, not that long ago, uh, Jack took his son somewhere, and he says, what What did he say? Like, which car do you like the best? Well, we were leaving um, a party, this party, <laughs> to take him home, and there's a bunch of cars out there. And I always ask them, I'm just always like, what car do you think is the coolest car out here? Oh, wait, that's a normal thing you guys do? Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Keep going. Okay, I love that. <laughs> and I'm not even, weirdly, I'm not a car guy. I just want to see what, his, what he thinks. Yeah. I want to see what he likes. That's all, that's all it's about is just kind of seeing where his head's at. And I love that he picked the Jeep. Oh, I love that. So, he and, and, and he did. He goes, the Jeep's the coolest one. Oh. And, I, and I asked him, I said, who do, you think, who do you think owns that Jeep? And he goes. Mary's dad. <laughs> just kidding <laughs> that's what he said that was his answer it was so weird I was like you're so right no um he goes he goes the guy in the in the in the American flag jumpsuit which is oh, Bill Bill <laughs> Bill, Bill Oskowski, Oskowski. Who, for those who are listening with his onesie uh, his America onesie which is like I could see how he gets that but we're all like no never you know what I mean that's not him ever and I was like no it's Marius he goes really that's cool. <laughs> I was like, Oh, that made me feel so cool. And as a parent, it made me feel good because you know he could have picked anything else. And picked uh, an American car. I just oh. like that he picked a Jeep, a fun oh. car that 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 you know, people that have Jeeps. I I know a lot of people that have Jeeps. They're cool people usually. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. They have good spirits about them. Usually, they're usually fun people. They usually have that Jeep because they want to go out in the desert and do stuff and live a life. You know what I mean? They're not just buying it just to get to work. <laughs> that may be what you're doing, but you don't come off that way, though. You come well, off very bubbly and happy <laughs> all the time. Um, okay, so I've owned, Mary's parents have owned four Jeep Wranglers in my lifetime. Okay. And the first time when I wanted one, and I think it was really just living out my dad's um, want to own a jeep he mm-hmm. like he wanted to have a jeep um which he, so he, he got one for me but um i really like that she had one in clueless remember she's learning to drive and yeah. she gets that car and she goes oh should i leave a note oh my gosh <laughs> should i write them a note that's i forgot she had was it a jeep it was or was it like a little suzuki thing no no okay. it was just making sure my dad always, my dad that was his dream car he always wanted to have uh or once it came out he wanted it so bad it was the four-door jeep jeep yeah I, um, I've always had two doors. I kind of thought about a four-door on this one. But when I, when I went to make the decision, w- one thing I love about a Jeep Wrangler, a, a two-door, uh. you can turn so easily because it's got this short like radius. Mm-hmm. It's just so agile and it fits. 
Um, and then also to me, it was kind of like a declaration of independence, which is appropriate for a 4th of July today. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't need a back seat. Like, I don't have a car seat. I don't drive people around. Now, every time I have friends in it, I go, yeah. shit, I should have driven a Ford. Ford. <laughs> so sometimes I want a four-door, but then I'm like, you know, the little two-door is fine. When it cools badass. off, we could take the top off and we'll take Jason it somewhere. Oh, he'd love, he'd love yeah. that. He'd love that. Yeah. Now that, it's, now that he, you have to now since he said yours is the coolest. Oh yeah, we're getting some <laughs> and ice cream. And it wasn't cream. like there was four cars out there. There was like, oh, really? there was like at that time, there was probably, I don't know, 15 cars out there. So it wasn't like he was just like mm, this or the Datsun. We'll go with this one. <laughs> well, no, that made me feel especially cool because um, they did not make me feel very cool in the pool. I think they bullied me a little bit and extra splashed water. Well, I'm just telling you right now that my son only bullies people if he's having fun with them yeah. and likes them. That's the kid mentality. I know. It's still the adult mentality. What are you talking about? I still have the kid mentality of like, oh, they're being mean to me. Nobody likes me. Um, like he remembered who you were, you know. That's like, cool. So I mean, that 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 that, that means he likes okay. you. Okay. 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 That's fine. You guys have a really sweet relationship, you and your son. How old is he? He's nine. Can I talk about him? Oh, of course. Um, he's not. He's super into baseball. Super into baseball. And he's, like, um, like, achieving stuff in baseball. Yeah, he's doing good. He made the all-star team this year, and they won a tournament. They went 5-0, and and he scored the winning run. And Oh, my gosh. Played first base, started, and batted, bat clean up, batted fourth. So. And he's got the cool mohawk. Yeah, like the he's cool, got the mohawk and the bleached hair. He's, he's, he's like, the cool kid. Maybe he reminds me of the cool kids when I was in school that I wanted to hang out with, but I wasn't cool. Enough. I wasn't cool either. I was, uh, I was, um... Uh, I wasn't really tall back then, so I was just kind of short and chubby, and I was so, I wasn't very confident in myself, and I was super shy. Didn't have a lot of friends. He's so different than me. It's crazy. When like, did you say you? When did you like get tall? Um, probably in junior high. I grew I grew quite a bit going into like seventh or eighth grade. Okay. And then going into sophomore year, or yeah, sophomore year of high school, I grew six inches. Oh dang. Yeah, went, it's weird when yeah. it happens for boys. Oh yeah, I mean, I was always t- I was always big, but I was I was like I was never. There's always three guys taller than me in my class. So I was never oh. like super, you know, the big guy. Huh. So how does it feel to have a kid who's like just succeeding and achieving and just like doing all that cool stuff? I mean, I, I think that's what you want as a parent. You know, you want your kid to be better than you and do better than you. And and I and I figured he would be. Not, his mom is like six foot tall. She's big. Oh. I knew he was going to be she a, a model. She's not a model. Okay. Um, she was a division one, um, I'm not saying that she couldn't be a model either. <laughs> <laughs> she ever hears this and so I'm terrified no, of it. I'm just joking. Six, no. I hear over six feet. I'm like, she's No, she's just around six foot, but she played division one college softball too for like oh. East Carolina and U of A. So like she was very talented. She plays for Easton women's slow pitch team now still. Oh, cool. And his stepdad's a, was a high school or a college baseball player as well. So like he's surrounded by baseball in this, in the, you know, this, want and desire to be on a diamond if it be softball or baseball and um he loves other stuff too he's gonna play fly football this next season he still wants to do other things which i encourage i don't want him to just be a video game kid well all these well not even that but i just want him to play one sport right now i got burnout i grew up out here and baseball's king Mm -hmm. and i got burnout and i quit going into high school i started bowling Is I was like, girls are thing. difficult, and I just don't <laughs> want to talk to them. <laughs> I don't want that problem in my life. <laughs> I mean, I, and, I beca- and I actually became a very good bore. I actually paid for the first two years of college. Um, I heard that so. you were also a swim instructor. 
Yeah, for 11 years. 11. Okay, yeah. 11 years. Yeah, I, I told you kind of rudely, and I apologize. <laughs> she, she was trying to give me instructions on how to give a swim lesson. She goes, maybe you should, you know, have them float on your back. Do you know how to do that, Jack? And I was like, yeah, I know how to do that. I've been doing this for 11 years. Ooh. <laughs> You and got it, me, it, Jack. And, and it came off harsh like that when it meant it, it didn't mean to be harsh. Um, she I took think I'm she she to no I'm you took it. It, to it came off when I said it. I was like ah oh, that kind of came off rude, but I didn't know how else to say it. Like how well, I was supposed to be like ah, that's a good one, Mary. But I did this for eleven years. Have you ever tried like not saying anything? <laughs> but then why would I? Then, then what was eleven years for? <laughs> <laughs> this moment. Because when that happens to me, instead of checking somebody, I go oh. That's a good idea. Thank you. And then I let it go. You're so be, nobody, you're, nobody well, loses face. This is a, I mean, we, we know you're better than me, Mary. We don't, no. we don't, I, probably. Are I you mean, kidding? I felt it when I said it. I was like, oh, I can't believe I just said that. And <laughs> then I did it, and I can't take it back, and I apologize. It's, I'm good no, at apologizing. I should be so hard on you. You did save my life once. <laughs> <laughs> because Mary didn't get... I mean, we don't know if I saved your life. That's but, true. Um, Mary uh, didn't get the lesson of don't talk to strangers. Well, you were having fun. Yeah. And that's why I walk the streets at night at Big Pine. Yeah. Is I'm also security. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I should get into it, but uh, let's just say I was talking to a stranger and I almost went to a second location, which is what every murder podcast tells you not to do. Yeah, but I, I don't think you were. I think you were walking right to your place. Yeah. And to I, leave. Yeah. I said, oh, I need to get some stuff or whatever. And then I saw you and it was a good a moment to be like, yeah. hey. And then I kept trying to like wink and jack. Just, oh, I, yeah, I, I got it. I was like, did. I was like, ooh, I get it. Because I, I, I hadn't been drinking. Obviously, I, there's no time to drink. So and everybody else, I want people to have fun and drink and have a good time. But, you know, I was I was clear. I also almost got in trouble at Big Pine. Hillary yelled at me for having a beer on the street. And I was like, oh, no, <laughs> Hillary hates me. Because this is not Vegas. <laughs> yeah, Mary was having too much fun. Well, you get that. I mean, that's what Big Pine does. You get to the point where you're having so much fun, and you feel like everywhere is home. And you're like, oh, the other place is just down the street. I was kind of like, there's no cops around here. I mean, let's not do that, people, if you come to no. Big Pine. But, you need um, to respect the rules. Respect the rules and the train, you know, and respect yeah. the train. Also, oh, yeah, respect the train. Um yeah. Also, don't drink before your sets. I mean, I prefer you not to. I prefer people to go up there with a with a with a level head and yeah. then and then have fun once they're done. I got so we're back on Big Pine, but like I, yeah. like when I got there, I was running the like info booth or the handout your backpacks like to all the people as they got there. Uh huh. And I and this is just how I am. Like I get excited when I see people and I'm just caught up and I started drinking and when um. Mark, is it closer or further? Closer. Okay. That was, our, that was a good impression, Jack. Um, I'll do what I can. <laughs> Close, closer. Closer. Is that my impression of uh, Mark? Anyway. No, I just got all caught up and I got excited. I started drinking early. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I got to do a show, you know? And I was like, <laughs> okay. So I'm like, okay. And then, and then I was couldn't wait to do my set. And I get up there and I kind of started forgetting, like, my jokes. I was like, oh shit. So for the rest of the time, I was like, okay, I'll drink after my set. That's a, that's a, that's a good philosophy. I'm sure your set went fine. I mean, there's people that went up there and drank and, you know, I can't stop that from happening. But I mean, you know, as long as you put on a good show. Oh, I put on a show. Yeah. I'm sure you put on a great show, Mary. Somebody's, yeah. <laughs> 
telling me like, you and I were having so much like, fun, Mary. And I'm like, what? What? What do you mean? Mary? I don't remember anything. That's just I just remember going on stage, killing it. Oh, I did an open mic. I did. So this is something that people should do at, at, at Big Pine is do the open mics at mm-hmm. the end of the night or they're later. Jonathan Gregory was hosting it. Well, they have that one, but they also have the one that's in the beginning of the night. That's the one that's crucial to do if you're not in the festival because the early one, if you do that and you and you and they have people judge it, and if you win, you get a spot on oh, one of the showcase shows in the festival. That is cool. Yeah, and that's usually at State Bar. Ooh. I don't know if it's gonna be there this year though. Do you? Okay, so <clears throat> do you? Do you have any feelings one way or another that because you don't perform at Big Pie? I'm, mention this but you're a comedian yes. by trade like mm-hmm. that's you know that's your hustle that's we started doing before the festival yes <laughs> so you don't do any comedy though while you're there i do not no i uh i um we made a, a decision early on hillary and i when we right like right off the bat when we took it over when we didn't have a production team yet and it was just us two everybody thought we were crazy the town didn't really want it anymore and um we just said, if we want this to be successful and as big as we want it to be, it can never be about us. Uh, and um, so I told myself, I will never be in the festival. I will never, my, my picture will never be on anything. Oh. Because it's not about me. It's about Big Pine. It's about Flagstaff. It's about the comedians. It's about, it's about what we're trying to build. And um, I get stuff out of it, you yeah. know? I get stuff out of doing it. Um, working at other festivals and being a part of other things. And so this, this time while we're up there for those four days, that's going to be this year. It's going to be about everyone else. That's so cool. Yeah. I stay in the last year. We, we you know, a lot of our rooms we, we, we do, I, I stay in a hostel. I stay in a bunk bed. I make sure that I stay in the worst accommodations that you can have, which are still great accommodations. I love it. It's, I, it's my favorite part. It, it feels like that's the part. It feels like camp, bunking yes. and just hanging out with my friends. Dude, I was nervous about that, and I actually got the four female uh, room. Mm-hmm. But I was with Amanda Hurley, Jesse Johnson, and Charlene Prunier. Prunier. Mm-hmm. Prunier? Char, yeah, Char. I Char. She's awesome. And how lucky was I just to get to network with them? Yeah, hang out with them in our little four. It's an like, LA two- comic, a New York comic. Yeah, another LA comic. Another LA comic. Char I mean, tours with like Hal Sparks. Yeah, and she was. Uh, I, I always say this. I always talk to her about it. I met Char at a clean comedy convention in yeah. uh, San Diego, uh, at the Comedy Palace, and um, my favorite TV show, like my favorite like guilty pleasure TV show, is Rules of Engagement. Okay, yeah. With David Spade on Netflix. Yeah. It's one of those things I can put on at night when I just don't when I want to watch something and listen to something, but I don't want to think. Yeah. Because I watch it all the time. <laughs> But she's she she was a, a background person in the in the um, diner scenes yeah. for like three years. So I, I'm cool. always, I always watch it. And I always see her, and we always talk about that because I love that show. Do you see her on the show now? All, you look all the for time, her all oh. the time. Yeah, she's yeah. Once it's like season four, then she's on it. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, I get to room with them. Yeah, and that, that that's that that and see that's what's cool about that is that you got to be in a room with people that are doing different things than you. We were also areas. polite. Yeah. It wasn't like. Oh, you know, you're hogging the mirror or, you know, we were just all cool with each other. Yeah. And that, and that, and, that, and see people take, you know, last year, the accommodations are going to be different this year than they were last year. Um, we stayed in like, you know, bunk bed style rooms and for last year for the comedians, we're mm-hmm. not going to do that this year. Um, I'm a be- little bummed cause I did love the because hustle. there was, but there's people that didn't like it. And, mm-hmm. um, I, when, when you if, if you got chosen to be in a festival, unless you're a headliner, even a headliner, we didn't have headliners really act like that. 
But if you're chosen to be in a festival and we're trying to really give back to you and do a lot, if you come to that festival and make it about yourself, you're not going to get anything out of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it might make it, you know, make it all about you as if you go to your room, you do your time, you're not happy with this and that. That's the, you just you just took something that could have been great, yeah, and made it you know and and, and didn't have fun with it and you know. Did, do, do you think that happened? I think it happened a couple, couple, couple. Yeah, it's gonna happen anywhere. Well, that's just life. You can, you're not gonna make everyone happy. I've applied to a couple other festivals. They don't always pay for your room and board or your board. No. Or your room. No. No. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, if you're local, they're not gonna pay for it, no. and sometimes even if you. They don't pay for yeah. accommodations. I, I've been to plenty of festivals that I I, I got into a, a first year festival in New York and I had to pay for my flight and I had to pay for my room the whole weekend yeah. and a lot of shows get canceled and a lot of bad things happened because it was oh. the first year some unfortunate things happened and the, the festival never it never went back again but that's when I stepped up I helped out yeah I, and I made friends with people that live in Portland and I can do shows out there now because of that yeah because I, because I took an experience like I could have went and said this is so negative and just turned it around sure and that was two years ago and there's still people from that festival I still talk to to this day that don't live here you know I had a comedy teacher once um say that how lucky are we if you think about uh every era every generation all this stuff like we're in a time where somebody will pay you to tell a joke yeah like, think about that for a minute. Like, that's nuts. Mm-hmm. It's pretty amazing. It's amazing. Um, we got a lot of free food, too, and discounts on food at Big Pine. We try to do that. We try to, um, you know, give away as many free meals as possible. They're not going to be anything too great, but they're going to, you know, you can eat. I love me some Little Caesars. We had the Pizza Day, Little pizza, Caesars. It's going to be a different pizza place this time, though. It's going to be a more local place. Is um, it Aspen? Because that's my favorite. Uh, it's a new place downtown. I think okay. that we're gonna go with I'm Aspen's gonna love good it. too. But um, we're trying to go a little more local, you know, because yeah. we are about the <coughs> excuse me about the town. Um, so we're gonna do pizza. We're gonna do I think like a donut thing again, and I think we're still gonna do like grouper floats and, yeah. and uh, nacho bar and stuff like that. At altitudes. Altitudes was so cool. Yeah, all altitudes. They give us great. what fifteen percent off. Yep, for all the comedians. That is nice. And then all, and then also we're still gonna at Southside Tavern. They have that five dollar breakfast, which is amazing, and they're gonna do that Those again. Those biscuits <clears throat> were amazing. I need to get it's there five sooner. Five bucks. It's a lot of food. And that became one of the really cool daytime hangs for us. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Well, I'm we not sorry. Just talking. Too. Huh? We got some new sponsors. Who? Tito's. <gasps> yeah. The vodka? The vodka. What? Yeah, they're going to be there. They're going to have a tent. <clears throat> sorry. We're going to have um, outside of altitudes, we're going to do a uh, cornhole. Tournament? tournament and then t- and then play the cool beanbag game and then play the cool beanbag game yes and then, i love that joke <laughs> and then they're gonna bring their like their boards and their bags and they're gonna set up a tent and um uh, we're gonna have a big tito's like 30 foot tito bloat bottle out front of, of there and they're gonna um, yeah it's it's uh, they're gonna be one of our sponsored alcohols we should have a few more sponsored alcohols coming in uh yeah, things are getting bigger that's amazing uh, nick DePaulo's coming who nick DePaulo. You know who Nick DiPaolo is, right? Sure. Okay, guys, making sure. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you look at me like that? Well, he's like a legend, so yeah. Just, you know, but he's Duh. coming. He's doing. A, he's doing a show one night Friday at the Orpheum. It's going to be, and all of our other headliners are at, at the on campus now, and we have so much more industry coming in. That's the big thing. We got a lot of people that own clubs all over the U.S. coming in to watch 
and to, and to, and to do workshops and panels mm. and to talk to people and tell them, you know, this is what we're looking for to get booked, you know, and they're going to be honest and they're good people. And I, I've sat down, I've, I've actually had a podcast with all the, the club owners and, and Rick Bronson and they're good guys and they all want to come and they all want to experience this festival. And we have people, the guy who used to run, Jeff Singer, the guy who used to run just for last, he's coming. I mean, wow. a lot of, it's, it's a lot I of know. industry. I know, you know, we want to promote Big Pine and stuff, but, and we're mm -hmm. talking about it a lot, but like, I love talking about it. Just, mm -hmm. it's so much fun. It is fun. I am very grateful to have gotten in this year. Yeah. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. And I'm like, oh man, if I don't get in, I'm still going. <laughs> That's a good like, outlet. That's the outlook to have. Yeah, you got to, you know, I was, you know what I would have done? I would have had my parents take their uh, travel trailer and camp. <laughs> That's, that's what I would have done because it would have been hard to get rooms with the festival going on. It is hard. And I was like, that's it. We're packing up. Mom and dad, I need you to camp so I have a place to stay. And that would have been so much fun. It probably would have. I'm, sure you, would, I'm sure you would have done something with production. And then uh, you would have just, got, and you would just got a room with production. Yeah. <laughs> Whether you guys know it or not. Like, who's that girl on the now, couch? Now you just get a room regardless. <laughs> Better room than me. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> All that that you were talking about, and I didn't get a chance to see it. We're talking about I'm going to stay in the hostel, and it's not about me. That's leadership. Yeah, like that's real leadership, and I uh, that's really impressive. So thank you. Good I for you. That. Thank you for that's all that you're doing. Not exactly. That's not the, obviously why I'm doing it, but I appreciate that. That makes me feel good. Um. Yeah. Big pine. Yeah, big pine. I can't wait. I'm so excited. September 19th, 19th through the 22nd. Yeah. 22nd or 20th. 22nd, four days. I took the days off work already, whether I was in or out. Well, that's good. I'm glad. I took them off, too. I don't have a job. <laughs> I took them off. You don't, have, you don't have a job? This is your job. I mean, comedy and the festivals, and then I, um, I do, like, some freelance stuff. Like, I, I used to paint and do drywall. So, like, I'll do side jobs to make extra oh. money and stuff like that. And I, I might have some work for you. <laughs> yeah, I can do, I can do it. I'm, oh, I'm, my gosh. I'm a decent drywaller. Being a homeowner is so stressful. Oh, and oh yeah. I can't do anything. All the problems are yours. <laughs> I love collecting rent checks, though, from my roommates. That's, That's my favorite. That's a beautiful favorite. thing. Every the first, I'm up in there with some Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yeah. Like, get up, get up. It's the first of the there's no, There's no leeway. There's no, like, I see you on day four. Well, they try, but I'm like, I came back from New York uh, Monday, and there was no money where it's supposed to be, and I was like, what's going on? What's go yeah, right? I'm like, I just spent all my money in New York, and I really need this. This is why John Carden is such an amazing roommate. Why? Oh, because I've been late many a times. Oh, do you pay him? Oh, yeah. He's on the lease. That's nice. I don't sign my name to anything. <laughs> I'm just joking. Wow, you really... Uh, I'm just joking. I think you've got a good hustle going I, I on, Jack. I bet credit. No, I'm just joking. Like, I'm the executive producer <laughs> of a huge festival, and yet I'm not signing my name to nothing. No, John, you know, John's a big boy, and uh, and John... Um, you know, makes makes good. You know, ha has good money flow coming in <laughs> enough to pay the bills on time. Yeah. Uh, I do not always. Yeah. And he is an amazing friend, and he lets me sometimes be uh, seven days late. That is nice. And he doesn't give me any grief, and I love him for it. Oh, I'm jealous I love, of your I love him anyways. Maybe even my, if he didn't do that. Maybe my roommates <laughs> would like me better if I'd stop playing Bone Thugs. Bone Thugs celebrity. <laughs> well, the thing is. Wake up, bitches! Can I cuss on this? <laughs> get up! Get up! <laughs> First of the month. Oh, no, shit. it's just that I, I rely on it. Like I, pl like 
I make plans based on that. And if I don't get it within a couple days, I'm like, Ugh, oh, I already, I get it. You know. I feel bad for doing it. Like if, even if I had the money and you played Bone Thugs and Harmony in, <laughs> in the morning, it would give me anxiety. Even if I had the money in my hand, I'd be like, oh my gosh, if I have the money, I don't have the money. I don't have Am the I money. a slumlord? Because when you've been late so many years and so much in your life with bills. Not your parents. Even if you're paying them oh, on time. Not your, no, not your parents. I mean, kind of, You maybe, don't want to be late maybe. with that. Uh, I have a kid. Um, <laughs> you're like, I know what that feels like. But yeah, it, so I'm just always anxious for when it's ever bill time, even if I have the money. Dang. We just yeah. got personal. Super. That was not the personal I thought we were going to go for. Oh, I can do it. I can do it. Do you want to play a little game? Of course. Okay, so far this hasn't been working out well, but I'm going to make it work. Okay. I'm determined to make this work. And I'm going to, so I'm trying to make this game, it's a, it's a marry, fuck, or kill game. Okay. But to make it in the spirit of Wings with Friends, it's instead of marry, it is dry rub. Uh-huh. Fuck is fry. Okay. And kill is smoke. So you got dry rubbed wings, you've got fried wings, you've got smoked wings, right? Okay. So, I mean, it probably needs a little work. But if you think about I'm it, it. Mm-hmm. dry rub, that's like marriage, right? Yeah. You've been married. Yeah. I wouldn't know. It's like, a, it's, like a, it's, like a, it's like a dry tug, for sure. <laughs> it's like a dry tug, for sure, marriage. <laughs> this used to feel so good. <laughs> Can we get some sauce on that? Um... Fry, since fry. <laughs> oh, the comedy just happened. You got to say dry tug. It's got to be dry, dry tug, tug, not dry rub from now on. <laughs> just joking. That's I right. picture like a feral cat, you know, like, nah. oh, I don't gosh. know, like dry rub. But oh, dry rub wings are really good. Though. They are good, yeah. Fry, because that's the best, you know, fried food's so good. So that's going to be the, the Oh, for sure. I have a hard time cussing sometimes. I mean, when you eat fried food, it, it doesn't come out when it comes out. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Dip it in some ranch. And then smoke, well, that's kill. Yeah. Okay. smoke kills you. So I'm going to give you three women. Okay. And you can uh, dry rub, fry, or smoke. Okay. Let's do famous comedian edition. Okay. So, and I should prepare this ahead of time, but I didn't. I was in the pool all day. Okay. So, I'll go with um, Michelle Wolf. She's hot right now, mm-hmm. right? Amy Schumer. Okay. And Allie Wong. Do Ooh, you know her? Yeah, yeah. She's great. Yeah. Her baby cobra. Spe- do you, and you know what? I'll let you... I'll let you, if you want to change out a name, you can. Michelle Wolf, I just can't picture her right now, but I know She's her. She's the one who the did name. the White House Correspondents Dinner. Oh, yeah. She had yeah, the yeah. red hair. She's got a high voice. Oh, that's right. So, Michelle Wolf, Amy Schumer, or Allie Wong. Uh, dry rub, fry, and smoke. Who right. would you do what with? Michelle Wolf would be smoke. You'd kill her. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's redhead, so. <laughs> Wait, are you prejudiced against redheads? No, I have. Um, um, I used to. You have, have red I, pubic I hair. To, I used to. No, I don't have it. I don't have any of that. But I used to have like a really a thing for redheads. Oh. And they're just they're just mean sometimes. Really. To me. They were. <laughs> You're so serious, right? <laughs> oh, they're yeah. mean to me. Yeah, they're very tough, very aggressive sometimes. Maybe because they've had a hard life because they've been discriminated against. I don't know, but I had a thing for them. Like my, dark my, my red. Da- my dad's ph- philosophy was: you find a good redhead. That's, oh. that's a keeper. So my but, dad said. 
So now you're going against that. But I'm going against it because I've just had bad experiences. Okay, that's that's fair, right? Yeah, I mean, this is I'm going off of experience. Like I don't like alcoholics. Okay. Because you have bad experiences with them. Yeah. They're jerks. Yeah. You never know what you're gonna get. Yeah. Um, Okay, so we would we would uh, smoke Michelle Wolf, Mm -hmm. and then who would you dry rub or fry? Well, I mean. I think this is I think this is an easy one. I think I think I think it's I think I I, I think you're gonna be I may be shocked. I mean I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna fry. You know, uh, what's her? I can't think of her name right now. What's her name? Either uh, Ali Wong or no, Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer. Oh, nice. Yeah. You you're know gonna, why? Yeah. She's a horn dog. <laughs> she and really is. I feel like is. she's gonna want it all the time. Yeah. And I am the kind of guy that when I'm getting it, even though it's been a while, I'm gonna want it all the time, and she's gonna be ready. And you know. Um, I'm not really into like skinny, skinny, so I, I need she, a little thick. She's so, got a little meat on her bones. Uh, yeah, I mean, and it's I just, I just like need, your taste just and wing. Thick, yeah. Well, yeah, just but I, yeah, I, mean, I said I liked a thinner wing, though. Oh, I oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, yeah, I was trying to make a wing. correlation. No, but it's all right. Um, and Allie, I think you know, even though you she's been pregnant, dry rub, and she's gonna be too skinny, but marry her because I mean. Uh, let's see. She's just put out two killer specials, both being pregnant. Like, yeah. um, she's getting shit done. She's going to work hard. That first special. She's going to be probably the best wife ever. Yeah. And, and it was about that, right? I loved how the end, the, the, the end where it came to with her husband's Harvard loans. Yeah. Just, uh, that just blew my mind. Cause she was talking about how she's gonna trap him, but then her comedy—I shouldn't give it away, but yeah, you should have seen it. No, it's just it, she's she's so funny, which I love. And per, for, first of all, I think she's way funnier than Amy Schumer. So Ali Wong. Yeah, she made me laugh a lot more at her specials. Yeah. Than I did at Amy's. I saw Amy Schumer burping. live here in Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah, the, it was the leather special. It's just not my favorite kind of. It's just not my favorite kind of comedy. I guess hers. I mean, I like Amy Schumer. I like her in her movies more than I like her oh, in yeah. her stand-up. But Ali's just so funny and. Yeah. She's just, she's just a badass. Yeah. Definitely. That's a solid pick, Jack. Um, you would dry... I really got to get this game. Do you mm-hmm. think I need to make some adjustments to this game? Or? No, I think it's fun. Okay. I think eventually, once we just have dry rubs, fry, or smoke, it'll be more clear. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like when you name a pet. You're like, I'm going to name that dog Otto. That's a weird name. But once you get to know the dog, <clears throat> that's just his name. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. So yeah, dry no, rub, yeah. fry, or smoke. So you would... Uh, I think it was easy to go with that. Okay, good. Yeah. Thank you. You would smoke Michelle Wolf because she's a redhead. Yeah, and she's you dangerous. Would, <laughs> you would fry Amy Schumer because she's a she's dog. always down. Always <laughs> and I'm down always down to, down to eat fried food, so I'm always, <laughs> yeah. she's going to be always down. Yeah. And uh, you would marry Ali Wong because she's just wifey material. Yeah, and she's probably good at a rub. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be a dry tug? No. Oh, probably Jack. the best rub ever. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that is great. Yeah, she'll do, it while, she'll do it while she's pregnant and giving a special. And making so, money. Making money. Bringing home, money home Won't to daddy. Won't even happening. She's so good. Dang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched that special, and I was like, I will never be that funny. Do you do that? Oh, my gosh, all the time. I have a hard time watching other comics because I get in my head. Yeah, I've stopped a lot in the last uh, year watching a lot of comedy. I mean, I watched the, some of the big ones, you know, and, and I try to watch a lot of them. And, um, but I just, I just noticed, even from the beginning, just using people's cadences and stuff. And, just wanted, and, and, and then now it's just, I mean, I just watched a lot of videos for this 
last two years in these festivals. Mm. Oh, you know? yeah. Wait, what's that like? Because that's got to that's be amazing. Like, how many videos do you watch? Um, well, <laughs> this year we had 825 submissions. Wow. Oh. Oh, and, and there shall there be light. light. I'd, like it. I'd prefer Thanks, it the other Brian. way, please. Um, yeah, 825. Um, and so we're not, we don't, we don't judge. We have a judging panel. Um, how many? Ten. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. We have ten judges, and then we narrow it down to they narrow it down to two hundred. That's fine. And then we it narrow it down to two hundred, and um, and then we have uh, another section of people judge them. Wow. Uh, bookers, stuff like that. You know, people that, people that are also good at watching videos. You know, yeah. there's a. There, you watch them all the way through. Watch them all the way through. Yeah. I mean, I watch five minutes. Sometimes I get right, a thirty. The... Sometimes I get a thirty minute video and I'm not going to watch 30 minutes. I, I guarantee five minutes. It says that in the rules. It says so in that's the rules. Fair. I guarantee that's five nice. minutes. Yeah. And, um, but I just watch them because once we get to the list, I, I, I don't want to, you know, I want to make sure that there, it, the person's a good fit for the festival too. Mm -hmm. You know, we look at everything. We don't just look at your tape. We look at your social media. We want to make sure that you're a good person and oh. you're not and um, you know, you're, you're, even though you're just funny, we want to make sure that you're trying, you're posting, mm -hmm. you're doing things, you're being active in being a comedian, and um, those are, you know, that there's a there's a there's a a well-roundedness to this game that is hard for people to get to. I don't even not even there yet. I, I take too much time off of stand-up to do this, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, not this in particular, this podcast, but this podcast this, is really the keeping festival you from and your dreams. the festival and stuff. Sorry to give you free wings, Jack. <laughs> and not, not saying that, you know, if, um, you go on social media, you're not on there all the time every day, that doesn't mean you're not going to get the festival, but we just, you know, we, we, we check things. We, we, we you know, we, we want to bring up good people and I want to make sure that, you know, someone doesn't slip through the cracks that, you know, have you ever found like a diamond in the rough or a gem that like maybe you know, like, oh, we're taking a chance, or we don't know this person, but they turned out to be like, wow. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, um, uh, there was a couple people that we met um, that we were real, even last year, uh, one guy got in, I, I don't mind saying his name, Marty Simpson. Oh, yeah, I know Marty. And um, he had never been in the festival, clean comic, mm -hmm. does a lot of churches, works probably more than anybody else out there that I know as yep. a comedian. And... Um, but, you know, you hear clean sometimes, super clean, and you just wonder, hey, is, how's he going to do out here mm -hmm. in, in, in these shows? And um, it wasn't as fun. He, he was definitely funny enough mm -hmm. from his tape, you know. And, um, but there was question marks for every, from everyone. And we, we ended up letting him in, and he was such a great guy to work with. Yeah. I talked to him all the time still. He went up there and annihilated on stage. I picked him up from the airport. Yeah, and he and, and he and he's just a great guy. He, he, he is because I was wondering he's a little older. He might not want to hang out with these people and be around all the the craziness. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and he put himself right in it and yeah. talked to everyone and was just was just fantastic. So yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely people that we'll see on there and go, you know, this person. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> That's what, with comedy, it's so subjective with all the judges, and it's so hard that a lot of times we get down to a point where we don't necessarily all 100% agree mm -hmm. on the last few people that we get in, but it, it's a fun process, and um, I'm glad I don't really have to do 
much of the judging judging. I can just watch you the know, videos if and I, see what's coming through. If I didn't get in the festival, like hearing that makes me feel good. Like it's a fair process. Many eyes looked at this. Many, oh, yeah. many factors went into this. Mm-hmm. That because I'm okay not getting into something or not getting something. Yeah. But if I if I feel that it's fair, it you know. Yeah. Um, so at, you can get the, over. You that. just want a fair shake. Yeah. You know what I mean, that's it. And and a lot of people sometimes they get upset because they go, well, I got in the festival last year and I and I did really well. One person, you know, I got best of fest. We have different judges every year. Wow. Comedy is subjective. Your video might be different. You know, yeah. if you send in the same video that you did the first year, the second year, uh. you know, send in an old video, you know, people, there's a, there's a, there's things that we look off right, off, right look at right off the bat. If you, if you're sending me a video from six years ago, why am I looking at this? Because mm-hmm. hopefully you're not the same person that you were six years ago. Mm-hmm. I hope not. I hope you've grown. I hope you've gotten better. I hope you've done something different. Right. You know, um, it also shows me that you are not working very hard to try to get a video. It's not that hard, you know? I mean, yeah. obviously, we look for quality. We look for sound and all that stuff, but we're talking a lot about the festival, and I know we're supposed to be talking about other stuff. No, <laughs> Sorry. it's okay. I, no, I, I do. I love talking about the festival. It's fascinating. It's mm-hmm. something very new for me. I had so much fun, and I'm so glad to be a part of it, too. Um, and it's a big part of your life. I mean, if we're talking about Jack Galvin... We're going to talk about uh, we, we Big took, Pine. Hillary took a, a day off last year. What do you mean? Once the festival ended, she took one day, and the email started coming the next morning. Oh, my gosh. That. Yeah. Because, it, because people think, like, it's four days a year, but there's so much that goes into getting the submissions, going through them. I mean, the, the, you know the, what I loved? I loved the graphics. I loved all the posters. Wow. And the, do you guys work with the graphic designer for that? We have, uh, we have uh, Josh Sood out of um, California. We d- he helped us with a bunch this year, a bunch of posters that we're, we're using to promote this year, and, and he's super talented, and a lot of people use him because he's really, really good. And then um, a lot of stuff Hillary just makes up on her own. She's pretty creative with the computer. Yeah. And then we, we, as a production team, we go out to a cabin a couple times a year, and we make videos, and we, it, it's like a bonding session for us. Yeah, and like it's a retreat. Like a, yeah, it's just you know it's something for that we that we're gonna get a lot of work done, but we're also gonna bond and and, be, and grow and become closer. Oh my gosh. As a group. I want to quit my job <laughs> as a financial advisor trainer and just do festivals all the time. It's I mean it's not, it's it's fun. We're gonna go to a bunch more uh, this year. We're gonna we're planning on the production team. We're gonna go to Big Sky. Um, we got invited to go to um, um, Montreal, uh, Hillary and I, but. Um, she's gonna be in Hawaii, so we're gonna wait until next year. That's cool. You know, not to, just to go up and hang out. You guys are a really good team. Thank you. Like the way you were talking about, uh, you handle a lot of the performers, the talent, and kind of you're kind of the face. She's kind of like the evil genius, although she's not evil, but like she's the brain. Well, you're okay. I'm digging a hole for myself here. No, no, you're you're 100 right. Like, oh, okay. I, like she does. A, I mean, if, if you look at her and I, when it she's comes very down behind to what the does, she, yeah, she's very behind the scenes and she does a majority of everything. Yeah. I'm not good at sitting down at a computer and working, um, for longer than 10 minutes. And yeah. she's on it all day long, starting at four o'clock, sometimes in the morning Whoa. And, and, and just getting stuff done, posting stuff and going into groups and getting stuff done. Luckily we do have, um, a great production team with Buck and, uh, Brian Keerly. 
Oh, look who it is. It's the behind the scenes. Behind the scenes ladies Genius. coming in. in the shadows. You should grab a mic, Hillary. <laughs> oh, just for a second. Okay, fine. <laughs> but now that Buck and Ryan are, are, have taken a lot more responsibility this year, I mean, obviously the first year they did so much, but they're coming in and um, and, and taking a little bit of that load off of her yeah. back, which is nice. So cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Um, like I said, you guys are a really good team. I think you're, you're, it sounds like your strengths complement each other. That's what you have to do. That's what my dad always said. My dad, when I got into comedy, the first thing I thought of was what my dad always said was, when you figure out what you want to do in life, what, regardless of what it is, you're not going to be good at everything. So make sure you find someone that's not good at the things that you're good at. Oh. And work together. And you'll do whatever you do, you'll do something great. That's great. So right away, that's what I said. And, and from the beginning, she, in the beginning, right when I started comedy, she just kind of did my social media and just helped me out and maybe got me a little organized and then tried to keep me organized because I was When did you start there. doing comedy? Uh, three and a half years ago. Oh, okay. Not that long. I think, when did I start? I started with Family Friendly Improv. Okay. For about three years. Okay. And I think this September will be my... Maybe three years in stand-up? Stand-up. I did uh, I did improv, too. Did you? For a year and a half at Comedy Spot, yeah. Oh, cool. That's where I met, like, Hannah and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I loved it. it I lo- actually, to be honest with you, pr- performing an improv show is still, to me, more exhilarating and fun than stand-up. I think... I love stand-up. I remember how I said, I'm like, I want to be by myself. I want to be with people. I want to be by myself. I chose to do stand-up and leave improv because I wanted to be, um, I wanted to be just me. I wanted to make my own decisions, my own choices, my own, and if I did well, it was me, and if I did poorly, it was my fault. Um, But there is something good when you're vibing with three, four other people and you're doing a scene. And so I would do it again if I had the right people where you just, you're just on point. You got to have the right people. Yeah. And you got to, um, I, I just, the reason I liked it is that me on stage as a stand up and me on stage as a improviser is a totally different person. Really? I, it's, I rarely went on stage, not as a character in improv. Yeah. And I loved it. And I loved being a character. That's and a good I point. love and, and I've and not that I want to be a character in my stand up, but I want to be able to bring characters into my stand up. Yes. And I'm more, that's something I've been thinking about a lot lately and I've been trying to pull in. Yeah. Um recent, like one of my favorite characters I would do in stand up in improv was the uh, express flooring lady, Jenny Prince. Yeah. <laughs> because to me she's an icon. And they loved it she's, when I would do she's her. Something. <laughs> Right, but is that what I'm talking uh, about? Right? Express the the Turns out she was the choir director for the Mormon Church, oh, and geez. so we're doing family-friendly improv. Yeah. And after the show, and it got huge laughs, and I'm like, why are they laughing this hard? Like, yeah. After the show, they're like, we loved it. Jenny's our choir director, and I'm like, oh crap. She heard somebody was doing an impression of her over at Jester's, but I, I never got to meet her. So That's I was so funny. Yeah. That's so cool though. I didn't really know what I had done. Uh, hence the <laughs> cease and desist letter. No. But recently I've tried to incorporate that into my stand up. I think it's fun. I think it's I think it uh, And it, my mom it, it adds it adds elements. Yeah. It doesn't have to be any, and in my mind it doesn't have to be anything super um, dramatic. Like I, I 
I feel like in, in my imp, in improv, I would go a little more dramatic than I would ever want to do in stand up. You know what I mean? I'd take it a little farther. Yeah. But I just want to be able to like, because I do a lot of storytelling. Yeah. And I have, and in the stories, there's usually other people involved in everything. And I want to just be able to bring those people to life. I don't know if you ever listened to Al Magical. Mm. Oh, it sounds familiar. But he, him and, well, he, he, he uh, owns All Things Comedy with uh, Bill Burr. Oh, okay. And, yeah. Um, he has last special. Um, shrimping or something like that. It was on Showtime. It's one of my favorite specials of last year. It was one of the best. But he tells he tells all these stories and he has a voice in in something for each one. And they're very simple, but man, it, it just to me it made it amazing. It brings it to life. And it brings it to life. And I want to be able to do that and I don't have the confidence. Oh. Um I'm like, oh that's I'm, just I'm, oh. I'm being honest. I'm leaving. I was it so there. happy and excited you're going and I don't have the confidence. Yet, yet. 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 I will. I just gotta I'm, get there. Well, you know what? That's one thing. I, I'm trying to think about like next year and what I wanna do and how I wanna grow. And um and I'm glad we you know, I'm glad you mentioned that about submissions, you know, if it's the same, you know, that's not gonna get um eyes on it as much or whatever. You're not you have a less likely chance of making it in. I don't know. Yeah. But it reminds me. It's like you got to keep growing. You got to keep pushing it. Um, I do want to incorporate more characters. And there's a lot of shows around town that are doing more with characters uh-huh. that I want to weasel my way in. There's so many good things happening out here in comedy, and I'm excited for it. Um, I, you know, I, I, I think this year after the festival, hopefully it'll, it'll it, it's something about the festivals, even not, not just this one, but like even Bird City, after they're done, I, everyone kind of feels a little closer together. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I'm and i glad. And I'm glad that we're different, so different on the, on the calendar because it's almost like kind of right in the middle of the, you know, of each other. Yeah. Where we can just fall back into having fun again because when, when, when we all vibe out here together, things really click and, and things are so much better. There's like a cadence to the year in a way. And then. I do like, I'd say for the most part, I love how everybody cooperates and we work together and we do, I loved seeing you guys at Bird City. I love seeing Bird City at Big Pine. Like it makes me feel comfortable performing for everybody. I mean, you know, it's how it should be. We should all help each other. We should all do things to help each other. If we all, if we do well, that's not, that's, that's good for comedy. Yeah. Good. Anything that we help can make better Mm -hmm. is better for us. Yeah, and I, I just I, I don't think everybody has that me- mentality, and um, I think people are starting to have more of that mentality. I hope mm-hmm. so. You know, it's hard to have that mentality. You obviously want your thing to be great. It's like human nature to kind of get competitive or to judge yourself. Or mm-hmm. I feel it all the time, and I ha- I go stop. There's there's plenty of room. There's plenty. There's, there's room plenty for, of there's room. This, I mean, it's the fifth largest city. Yeah, we we have plenty of room for a lot of people to do things out here and be creative. And, and and build stuff. I mean, we also now, obviously, it's it, uh, all things comedy does their festival here now, and that's oh, really? in October. Yeah, that oh. was the the podcast one. That's huge. It's Billboards. They came out here. They did it at Stand Up Live. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and we helped run that. Our our um, pr- production team helps yeah. produce that with them. I mean, for them, for the for Bill and them to want to bring that festival to Phoenix is a big yeah. compliment. I think. To, to what our scene is doing out here. And then the fact that they had it and they want to bring it back again solidifies that they had a great time and, and not only did, you know, uh, the fans not show up, but, you know, a lot of the comics, local comics came and participated and was a part yeah. of it and, and, and did things. I mean, we were, I worked four or five days straight, 16 hours a day, helping them get that festival up and running 
alongside of seven other of uh, uh, seven um, other guys helping out too. Wow! And it was a blast. Yeah. It was fun. I think after my first busy year doing stand up, I was like, what's next year going to be like? Mm -hmm. And then it just flew by. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and now I'm going, oh, no, you know, like, what, what am I going to do next year? Because I, I do kind of look at it as a, a year mm -hmm. thing, you know. Um, but now, you know, I've got so many ideas now, and I'm like, okay, well, where do you want to go? Or what do you want to do? Exactly. And that's that's what, fascinating. That's what we should all be asking ourselves every year. And, we should all be asking ourselves that. We all shouldn't be looking at other people and seeing what they're doing. Yeah. And and even if we don't understand what they're doing, not getting upset with it and just doing what we can do. Nobody's got time for that. But man, it happens a lot. That is weird. And it drives me nuts. I I, I we have a I have a philosophy. Name I, names. Just kidding. Oh no. <laughs> I, have a, I, have a, I have a philosophy. Um, I don't I don't react on on on, on any social media. I never will. I've reacted a few times, but it was all positive things. Mm -hmm. But we've come to the conclusion that I'm just not going to react to anything. I'm not going to comment anything um, because it doesn't matter. If you want to have a conversation, we'll have a conversation. I'll tell you my opinion. I'm not going to do it on this platform. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to leave it there. And I try to tell other people to do that too, but I think people have a hard time. You know, it took, it took a long time. I used to write out things and then delete them. But um, if, if, if some people just worried about themselves just half as much as they were worrying about everything everyone yes. else, they could get so much more done. The effort you're putting into being a hater, like you could make some really great comedy yeah. and art. Yeah. I mean, you could do so much more with, I mean, just put your, if you really love this and you really want to do it, whether it be producing, uh, stand up, improv, acting, Characters. whatever, it doesn't matter. Just put your head down yeah. and go have fun while you're doing it. But just when it comes to the bull, the bull crap, Put your head down and barrel through it because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter and it's going to be over. Yeah. No one cares. It's just like having a bad set. It's over. It's over and it doesn't matter. Man. <laughs> just go to another one. <laughs> Jack, that's some really good, like, good shit right there. Well, we try, you know. We're trying. I try. <laughs> the wearing off, so I'm getting a little bit more in my head. <laughs> um, I could talk to you forever. I really like talking to you, Jack, and yeah, I hope you'll come back. Great time. Maybe we'll give you the another Honey Hot episode. I, I would... I'm I'm down to do this again. I had a this is really easy to talk with. This yeah, is, I really fun. like talking to you. And I stop copying me. Um, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> you know, I've been you, talking for a lot longer than you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it should be like that, right? A good host makes it about the guest. Uh, not necessarily. I mean. Oh, so I, sh I need to, we need to re-record this. Then? No, I, no. I think you did, <laughs> I think you did a good. I think a podcast, in my opinion, a good podcast. Obviously, I want to know a lot about the guest, but the host is what keeps you coming back. Oh. Right? Shit. Why don't you try asking no, but, me a question no, but, then? No, but I'm saying that you talked a lot and you put your two cents in, and I think that's what you have to do. I think you have to make it about the guest, but also make sure that you are you in there through. too because they're not going to come back. Just if for you're, Jack. Just for Jack. They're going to come back every week to listen to Mary. Um, you know what else? Um, it The things that your dad said were really cool. Like, that really touched me. And uh, I hope to talk about that more if we do a part two someday. I'd love to. I, I talk about him openly in any way. Yeah. You know what my dad used to say? I'd, I'd like to leave you with this. It wasn't yeah. as prophetic. Mm, that's not the right word. It wasn't as, like, poetic okay. or whatever. But my dad would say, when I would say, oh, I really wish this would happen. And he'd go, well, you can wish in one hand and shit <laughs> in the other and see which one fills up first. <laughs>
And I and I catch myself now if I say, "Oh, I really hope this." Or that's I really a great wish. advice, though. It's yeah. really the best. That's really the best advice. <laughs> yeah. It really is. It's I just mean, like that, shut up and do it. Shut up and do it. Yeah. Put your head down. Have some fun. Eat some wings. Eat some wings. See, <laughs> people are like, "Why did you do? A, what's this podcast about wings?" I'm like, "Well, it starts with wings." Yeah. But then you know, it's about people. Who's who's? I mean, unless you don't like wings, who sat down and had wings and then didn't feel good about themselves afterwards? Mm. I mean, maybe like a competitive eater. Yeah, maybe if wings. I ate too many. Maybe, but that's why you just eat 12. Just, you, know? you got to stick with the 12. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. This has been so fantastic. And thank you for listening. This has been Wings with Friends, Strawberry Hot with Jack Galvin. Say goodbye, Jack. Oh, goodbye, guys. <laughs> I love being here. <laughs> Me too. Thanks so much. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.